0: You are invited as we delve into the unhinged,
1: get out of the grave, the grotesque,
2: and the bizarre. <laughs> Speaking, of, what do you want? Detective
1: dedicated killing
2: to you.
0: Whether you asked for it or not, this is Late Night Psychorama.
3: everybody to late night psychorama the podcast where you will get two movies that have nothing to do with each other a la the glory days of the drive-in there's going to be spoilers so if you do not want the movies spoiled for you go watch them you should be watching them anyway and then come back and listen to us wax poetic about them i'm joe i'm ryan and i'm andrew And tonight, we are covering Bad Ronald.
4: Say you're sorry!
3: After an accidental murder, Ronald, a lonely and unpopular boy, takes refuge in a fantasy world.
1: All will be for nothing if we don't heed the rules. Today I begin joining Princess Fancetta. She's the ruler of Atlanta.
0: An existence that becomes inescapable and deadly. Starring Kim Hunter, Dabney Coleman, and Scott Jacoby in a compelling thriller, Bad Ronald.
3: And we are also covering The Sadist of
2: Notre Dame. A real weirdo.
1: He's nuts. Did you see the way he looked at me? me he was practically undressing with his eyes. We've already identified LeForgue, if you want to know. Then what are you waiting for to go and arrest him? We know you're responsible for these murders. Kiss this cross. What to return for your sins. It's too late, Mathis. It's much too late. I've kept your dark secret, but I cannot help you. You have sinned against your fellow man and against God. And by killing in his name, when God is love and charity, and gave his life for you. Now my son, and, face
3: wrath. and tonight we are joined by the Sleaze Merchant himself, The Sleaze Mike. Man! All we need is Sleaze, who hosts our watch-alongs on Thursdays, every other Thursday, very kindly, this... I might add.
2: Sleaze uh, Merchant dealing here? bags. <laughs> <laughs> dealing bags of sleeves I got twenty bags. <laughs> I got forty bags. I got <laughs> whatever <laughs> <you> <laughs> balls rolling. of sleaze, whatever you want. Thank you guys Thank- for having me. No, like my pleasure.
5: We're like family now. You're our partner. We're in a gang. It is. We're like the warriors of yeah. sleaze
0: Yeah. You kind (laughs) of sound like Sleazy P. Martini, too. That's kind of funny.
2: I think it's more New York accent. (laughs) That's true, that's true. (laughs) You want to go see Guad tonight? (laughs) 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 I wish I was as cool as Sleazy P. Martini, but no, I'm sorry.
5: (laughs) I don't know, you're wicked cool. You got a sick roster of movies that you show uh, you're doing every other week now, right?
2: Yeah, every other week now. Yeah, I'm trying to... Show some movies that, like, most normal horror fans don't see every day. And then, you know, you got the people like us and a few others who have seen, like, every exploitation film ever made. And you can't really, like, you know, <laughs> do any surprises on them. But it's cool. Like, every, every movie, there's somebody who hasn't seen it. And it's, like, really cool to show these new, like, movies to people. Uh, yeah.
5: That's Just awesome as shit.
0: Spread in the love.
5: Preaching the sleeves. It is spreading the trash,
2: <laughs> spreading the filth. Preaching the sleeves. Yeah. yeah, it's good. And you're you're hosted. It's good to at finally, s- be on here with you guys.
5: Yeah, it's great to have you. You're hosted up at www.selluvoid.net w n i s.
2: All the info yeah. is at Instagram. At all, we need is sleeves. it's like nothing on the website. That's the only. The website's just for the streaming, like no info on there.
0: Yeah, no forum or anything. Yeah, well, I'm stupid. Uh, that was
2: my first fuck up of the night. <laughs> nah,
0: so, don't yeah.
5: worry, I cut it out. Yeah, we. I mean, <laughs> this is this is the Hitting equivalent magic. of the chat room. This show is just yeah, the equivalent of the chat room there. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> that's actually a oh, good oh, such a point. cool community we have.
5: <laughs> it really is. It's fucking dope. You really you really conjured and whipped something it, up.
2: It's crazy because there's like. You have, like, 20-year-old twinks to, like, middle-aged men, like, with families, and, like, they have to stop and walk their dogs mid-movie, <laughs> and, like, everything in between. And, like, at Actually the end of the true. night, they all say, like, I love you to each other. It's <laughs> crazy.
5: <laughs> it's really fun. It's fucking it's it's, fun. It's,
2: like, so, be- it's so beautiful. But, yeah, it's fun. It's great. I've been meaning to
5: watch Corruption for forever, and I finally got to see it for the first time yeah. the other night when you put it on.
2: Thank yeah. you. it didn't look like you dug it it's a like, uh, Peter Cushing as you've never seen him before like' his definitely his sleaziest work <laughs>
5: really is
3: before we get into me. the movies, does anybody
0: have anything they've seen that they want to talk about I mean uh, Joe and I watch the movies together what um, um, but yeah well I mean you couldn't come here like yeah, call thanks for now. the invite. You know, so...
5: <laughs> yeah, would have liked to know it was happening, Andrew. Yeah. How do I keep track of my friends?
0: But I'm trying to think if there's anything worth talking about. No.
5: Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what you get. Yeah. I mean, Midnight
3: Ride was was fun, but... Cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. That was probably the
0: best one of the night, Um, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, Sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's a Mark Hamill, like you know post star wars uh it was like what was it 89 or something 90 that movie 90 yeah Yeah. it's a
5: hitcher
3: knockoff basically with him and michael dudikoff
0: yeah yeah that had to have been made to to just cash in on hitcher it was like the next year or something john was over and we watched uh good night mommy which i think Mm. it's like an austrian movie that came out yeah a bit ago um Mm -hmm. and it was a interesting premise just kind of like it's like a doppelganger, these two kids think their mom is someone else and um it, it was after actually, a surgery. Yeah. She gets and a so, surgery
5: and she has like a wrapped head with yes. bandages over it. They don't think it. it's her,
0: they think it's someone like trying to impersonate her because she's like I guess a famous actress or something. And um uh it's like I think they think it's like some super fan, or that's what I got from it. But then it was actually not bad, but like the ending was really like ultra stupid, so that that's that that's what that was
5: <laughs> i really liked that movie and then uh the follow-up movie that came out this past year is the lodge did you see that the, the lodge. lodge
0: no i haven't yeah. heard of it though
5: it's the same uh, writer director combo a little bit or okay. well at least the veronica franz franz is uh was like the writer di- of uh, goodnight mommy and then was writer director of the lodge It was kind of really cool, but it was also super disjointed, so I didn't like it that much, Hmm. but it was also just, I had my jaw in my lap a lot of the times, which is cool for a movie to do.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'd check it out. I mean, I didn't completely dislike Goodnight Mommy, but the ending was just kind of like bleh, so it was kind of a bummer.
2: Mike, you seen anything good? Um, No. (laughs) I've been working too much I just did my thing Wednesday And that's nothing new though So, Other than that I haven't really Been watching much movies
5: Hey I mean Seven movies in a day isn't bad
2: Yeah Yeah, I Um, guess it's a good track record
3: Ryan Yo I watched Baccarat
5: Yes Oh no It was good Okay. Yes,
3: <laughs> it was very good.
5: That was fucking sick.
0: St-
3: I I wish that it was shot on film or at least like it's one of those things where like I feel like I would enjoy it more if it if it was a little grittier to look at. But that's really like a minor complaint. Otherwise, it was really good and it was very strange the way it kept kind of changing what was actually going on until right? you finally get to when they clue you in to what is going on.
5: Yes. Back Row is one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. It's probably my favorite movie I've seen this year. It's one of very few movies that are new to this year that I've managed to see this year. Mm. And it is just one of those movies you just have to encourage people to watch and you can't really tell them anything about what it's about. Mm. And it, it, that sucks. <laughs>
2: You actually you you recommended that movie to me, and I haven't seen it yet. But I forgot I did see that movie, Siege. it to me, and that's an amazing movie. Yo, it was so
5: good. Self defense, Siege. That that movie's so relevant yeah, right AKA now. Yeah, self defense. <laughs>
2: yeah, thanks. Thanks and, for like, taking the me up on movie, that. movie, I'm like, this is this is amazing. Yeah, mm. so good, and I can't believe I slept. Like I've never even heard of it. Mm. it was shocking. So good. Can't recommend that movie more.
5: I watched um, La Llorona. La oh, Laronga. it's the,
0: La Jirona.
5: La Jirona.
0: Yeah, in Spanish, La like Girona. the two L's is like pronounced like a J. Ja. Yeah.
5: I watched La Jirona, <laughs> uh, and it it was it was surprisingly artsy and political for a Shudder exclusive, uh, and it was it was. I really liked the approach. I really liked what it was trying to do. But somehow I was just fucking bored the whole time. And I, I really couldn't figure out what it was that made me bored. Hmm. I think it just, like, never doubles down on anything. And it just kind of plays out the way you anticipate it to play out, maybe. But, like, it was well done on every level. It just... There's something missing from it that didn't really grab me.
0: Interesting.
3: That's yeah. what a lot of modern stuff is like. Like, they might have... Mm-hmm. You know, there are T's crossed and I's dotted on, you know, details and things, but ultimately, inevitably, there's always just a lame story that was not written well or no, uh, you know, minimal effort was put in and it just it just ends up being lame no matter how cool the rest of it is because you just don't care.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. I kind of wrote off that movie. It was I, I just thought it was going to be dumb to begin with, so I never bothered, but would you recommend watching that, Ryan? No. No.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's too as, predictable. As, as, yeah. Exactly. As well done as it, as it is, and there's yeah. like a political element to it, it's just like, it was just there was nothing surprising. And it's just like, I, I need a thrill. I need to be surprised. Alright, since
3: we're we're doing a Jess Franco movie tonight, real quick before we get into the movies. Jess Franco versus Joe D'Amato. Two guys cut from very similar cloth but perhaps somewhat different attitudes towards the trash that they make. I guess maybe that's where
0: the debate is. I I, I just as like uh just me being like the more quizzical one here, like like what is so good about Jess Franco other than you know tits and sleeves and stuff like that is there like some I feel like there's something <laughs> miss, I'm missing a lot of times because I've seen several of his movies and i fail to Do get you into need them more yeah
2: I know I I, I, mean, I just think there's like better sleeves out there I don't know Andrew what else you just you just answered it tits and sleaze
5: <laughs> Andrew I am glad that you are here for me to ask the questions that I'm too afraid to ask <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I forgot what was the last Jess Franco movie um, we watched.
5: A Virgin, the Virgin Among Virgin the Living Among, Dead. Yeah, Living Dead.
0: and I remember I was like, I, I kind of got into it, but still, like, I, I'm just not there. But yeah, Mike, can you shed some light?
2: Well, I just think it's like the surrealism of what he does. It's like very like trippy, and I hate this phrase because it's used all the time. But like the fever dream thing, mm. yeah. Like If you watch his movies and you're like in the right mindset to watch his movies and you can't just be like, I'm bored. I'm going to throw on Jess Franco. You got to be like, I want to watch a Jess Franco movie and you're in the right mindset. Like it can hit and not all of his movies. Like the dude made 200. Like you're going to have like a lot of shit (laughs) fest. But the ones that connect, I think really connect. And I am a huge, (laughs) I'm a huge Italian exploitation fan. Like that's like my main thing. And I would actually choose Franco over D'Amato, and that's saying wow. a lot. And I picked wow. this because I think it's a pretty straightforward Franco movie.
5: Why would you? Why I would know. you choose that over? Why would you choose Franco over DiMaggio? That sense.
2: I think just the the number of good movies versus bad movies each have. I think Franco wins, but of course Franco has the advantage of having two hundred. D'Amato's you know, I guess close that's kind of though. An unfair advantage. He he's Does got
3: he? like almost 200 directorial credits although a lot of them i think no are kidding. porn though <laughs> yeah
2: right yeah <laughs> but franco's did a lot like a couple of porn and one of the move, like um one of the versions of the sails of notre dame is a porn movie there's like five different cuts of this movie mm.
5: yeah
3: oh yeah we'll
2: get um, into that i don't know i just i just choose franco yeah that that's a topic for for later on okay Franco grew on me. I wasn't a fan of him at first, but it's something that he he definitely grew on me.
0: I think he's gonna have to with me. Like maybe I'll watch more <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But so far I've been like, oh, no. like <laughs> I don't know, like I haven't been convinced. <laughs> there,
5: there is he's not for
2: everyone I've... and he, he's not for a lot.
5: <laughs> there is a quality I really like about them he's... or about Franco. Where it's really dreamlike, and I've grown to appreciate that about him. Exactly. But I think I'm still going D'Amato uh, just because the, the the sleaze factor just goes, it doubles down a little harder, and the
2: gore kills and shit. You think? You think D'Amato's sleazier? Yes. And the right. kills. Beyond the Darkness is amazing. Oh,
5: but also <laughs> Ator. Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> he, did, he got Ator the Fighting
2: Eagle. That's true. That's true. That movie's fun. You guys fun. are kind of changing my mind now. <laughs> you guys are kind of you guys are swaying me. Good point. Well,
3: I'm I'm going to I'm going to side with you and and say Franco. Ooh. Although That's... Anthropophagus and Beyond the Darkness are like I I hold them very dear, but mm-hmm. Franco uh, there's so much weird shit going on, and I uh, I wish I could remember who said it. Somebody in the chat the other day uh, uh, during your screening said something about how they think that his weird shots and things, are, a lot of it is actually deliberate, and I agree with that. I think some of it is actually him trying to make things... Strange and weird, and I think you said psychedelic earlier. Like that's that's very true. Joe D'Amato does absolutely nothing artistic whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I mean, just right. absurd.
2: And I agree with you that that uh, um, Beyond the Darkness is just. I mean, if like that movie alone is is an amazing movie. I'm not a big fan of. I can't even pronounce that movie. Entropophil in- in- <laughs> just many <laughs> syllables for that movie. to, to No, the fuck movie is that? But I think the movie is boring. Besides, like uh, that uh, one anthropophagus, scene. Anthropophagus. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: anthropophagus. Yeah. Thank you. At least someone knows. <laughs> I I'm not a fan of that movie, but yeah, Beyond the Darkness does kind of take movie. the cake. Like that movie in itself could probably beat every Franco movie. It is. But I think Franco as a whole has more, like, good movies than yes. Diamato does.
0: They're certainly yes. erotic. But I digress. And then Diamato had something to do with stage, right? He didn't direct it. Though. They
2: are. And they're sleazy. Yeah, I think yeah he's he, he,
3: was, he was actually slated to direct it. And then he actually talked to uh, Michele Suave and the production people and said that he should do it because he felt like basically he saw that there was potentially a good movie in it and he didn't want to ruin <laughs> <Yeah>. it
4: <laughs> so, Count so he out of convinced
3: them that 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 michele suave should do it instead of him and i think he just did like production like, I'm, assisting I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it. the world a favor here
0: <laughs> Just step out. Like, that's literally what he did. He was like, this
3: is too... Like, there's a potential for artistry here, and I don't do that. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) That's crazy. That's one of his... his, I, I probably said this on the show before. I say that a lot, too. I say I've probably said this on the show before. He said, I'm a working director. I don't make art yeah I'm 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 paid to do a job <laughs> I do a job don't make art. and that's fine movies. he's like I don't I don't do like I, I don't consider myself an artist
5: I appreciate that humble
3: quality Lewis and
2: has the same outlook really mm-hmm. what did, yeah, what did he say? Lewis has said the same thing he's like yeah. he's like I don't know like the line verbatim but something I'm like like I don't like movies aren't art it's business something like that he's like I, yeah. I just I make movies for money it's not an art thing yeah there
5: there was um he did a thing with our boys from exhumed in philly and then they 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 picked them up at the airport uh and it was i feel like it was a couple of months before he died, maybe even just a month it was like one of his last live events he did and then uh they said he was still just pitching them movies as they were just like picking him up in their own car yeah it's like a sedan just like we have families we don't make movies yeah we curate great i don't know if if his if his
3: website is still active or not now now that he's he's no longer with us but he had it, it might still be up you, you can you can ser- search it out he had a website for his um like, I think he was doing, like, motivational talks or something to that effect. Like, like he was, like, a for-hire person that you could have what? come to, I guess, your job or whatever That's and kind of, like, pep talk people. That's amazing. What but then the there fuck? was a tab on, on there that you could click, and it was like, "By the way, I also made you know these <laughs> movies, and they're complete trash <laughs> and bloodshed, and I'm you know, and, and I'm proud of them, and I hope you'll check them out or whatever." But That's like, great. I love the fact that he had it That's there ridiculous. and that he blatantly
5: said, "I am proud of these." Well, you learn something new every day. That just blew my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Ditto. <laughs> All right, so I guess we can move on. Uh, Joe, why don't you tell us about uh, (laughs) Bad Ronald?
3: Ronald has accidentally killed a girl. His mother comes up with a plan to hide him until it blows over, hide him in their bathroom, and put drywall and wallpaper over the door so no one will find him. Ronald's mother dies soon after and a new family moves into the house, unaware of the presence lurking behind their wall. What was supposed to happen?
5: Wait, like what was the
3: end game to to him hiding? Like, what did did she? But she seemed to think that he was going to be able to have a a life. The
2: beef would blow over.
0: Actually, um, didn't (laughs) I think he? She did say uh, at one point that they were they would leave, that they would go somewhere, like when the time was right.
5: Yeah, Could she's have just
2: holding done out that in the first place.
0: Right, but nah, you got to hide a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah,
2: but the neighbor was watching.
0: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. neighbor. Yeah, she
2: Schumacher. was, she was yeah, Schumacher.
0: Yeah, Miss <laughs> Schumacher,
2: mother of Joel.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, then that, no, that was
5: exactly it. You gotta hide someone temporarily, hide them in plain sight. You do a crime, you want to get away with it, you can't just go on the run. They're gonna know you're on the run. You're on the lam. They're gonna get you. You got to hide.
3: As silly as it is, it's still a really cool idea, and that's, you know, part of why I love the movie, because it's just like like no one would ever come up with that idea now. That's one of those 70s (laughs) TV movie things that they would only come up with then.
5: I, I want to jump ahead to a real, real life thing. Okay, Is that, but I don't want to interrupt you. All
0: you I saying? was saying was that, like, they kind of introduced the fear that I feel like I never knew I had. Like, you know, like, no, I don't know if anyone else was like, oh shit, you know, it'd be freaky if someone was in the walls in your home just like all the time and was there before you moved in. I think I know
2: what Ryan's gonna talk about then. <laughs> a fucking dude in the '80s did this. He did
5: exactly <laughs> this. This is this guy Danny La-, La Plante, La Plante, Plante, La Plante? La Plant, La plante. La Plante. La plante. <laughs> La plante. Daniel La, plante. La plante. <laughs> Fucking did that. He was like creeping on a girl. The girl didn't want to know him, and then he just snuck into the walls of her house and menaced her. Pretended to be her dead mother. Would that like saw through a peephole that they did like uh, seance. Fucking creeped on this whole family and then ended up kid like tying them up and like torturing them and then the cops came and the cops were that he like got away by retreating back into the walls of the house and they were just like <clears> nobody's here and they yeah. drove away but then somebody saw him again in the windows the cops came back and they found him and then after they found him he went to trial he was 17 he got out early because he was 17 he went and did a similar thing and then just fucking killed the whole family oh, but this well, my question here is this was in the 80s you think he was inspired by Bad Ronald? <laughs> Could be.
2: It s- certainly adds up.
5: <laughs> Mike, what was the reference you had?
2: It was just a video, like like a viral video that came out like f- five years ago or so. With some guy who put like a nanny cam in his kitchen because he was missing food, and he found some girl like sneak out of a like a hole in his wall. And like go through the fridge and like take a leak in his sink, and like people like claim it's bullshit, it's fake. But like regardless, it's fucking freaky. <laughs> fucking
5: bad. Ronald just happens. Yeah,
2: that's all there is. That's the biggest <laughs>
5: takeaway. <laughs> this movie ha- happens still today. Mm-hmm. Based
2: on and a it's true always story. the eggs. Yeah, what the, are the Eggs. Is, yes, the hard-boiled eggs. <laughs>
5: Yo, he he's just right in that fridge that's like me when i'm drunk and my roommates are asleep and i'm just like yo we got some cilantro uh, there's a hard boiled egg from last week i'm yeah. gonna eat it
0: yeah. <laughs> i like how throughout the whole movie he just gets dirtier <laughs> <laughs> that just like me i guess that makes sense but yeah um but yeah
5: increasingly like covered in paint
2: yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's all from all his art stuff. And can you imagine how bad he must have smelled? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking the whole movie. Like that, coming off. <laughs>
0: I him. was hoping that was paint on his face. Yeah.
5: Not yes. only does he does he not wash himself, but he lives in a bathroom that he presumably shits in. and doesn't have a shower. No, nope. one of them half baths. <laughs> yeah.
3: Here, here's a question: Is Ronald? a sociopath like to begin with or does life just sort of steer him in that direction
0: he kind of looked like he was he had like a promising future you know like he was um, like he was definitely like picked last on the sports teams and shit but like he had you know like a loving mother and he seemed to be kind enough but I don't know maybe he was always just like an argument away from snapping and killing someone.
3: (laughs) That's what I mean. I've I've always kind of wondered with this, like, is, like, because they kind of set it up, like, you know, obviously, you know, he didn't mean to kill the girl, but at the same time, his behaviors afterwards sort of make me wonder, did he subconsciously want to
0: kill the girl? He wanted to make her stop talking, that's for sure.
5: And the best way to do that is when you have a child in front of you, you grab their child sized head between both of your hands. (laughs) Yeah. And you lift them off the ground and toss them.
0: Yeah. That's the best thing. It's like they didn't make it seem like, oh, it was an accident. He like shoved her. He like lifts her up by her face. (laughs) (laughs) He
5: palms her head like Shaquille O'Neal palms a (laughs) basketball. And then throws her on like a cylinder just a fucking concrete block. Yeah.
3: Well, that's the part that's the accident. I don't think he actually meant for her head to hit a concrete block. Uh, yeah. Agreed.
5: Agreed. And I also don't think he meant to collide with her as he was tearing downhill through some woods yeah. and just collided well, no, with a child on the sidewalk.
3: But like he his his state of mind, I mean, obviously he's already alienated. And we get to see that when he's talking to, uh, he goes to the girl's house that he's interested <laughs> in, and they basically are like, you know, you're a creep, get the fuck out of here. Go on, get.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine in high school just going to your crush's house while she's hanging out with all her other friends <laughs> yeah, and they're and convincing yeah, convincing her mother to let you in so you can then go to that kid and ask her out that's
3: seventies
2: <laughs> this it's, it's gonna be some seventies shit going on there <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. oh I, man, yeah. I would never would never have <laughs> have dared. <laughs> And you were actually the one that was around in the seventies, right? No, I missed it. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Eighty one, just missed it. Do you, so with with that in mind, and him adding to to his his painting while while he he's in there is is that I, I kind of thought maybe. I mean, he would do it anyway, I guess, just because he's bored and he has the interest in art. But it sort of almost reflects like how he, it seems like he's losing his grip on reality, and they don't really have enough time to really put that over because it's you know an hour made for TV movie. But I kind of feel like like his uh, the more art he does, the more he's losing it.
5: I agree with you there. I think that that is what they intended, and I think that is what's happening on screen, but I don't think it's really explored well or unpacked for the audience, the average right, audience they, so well. Right, because they don't have the
3: time to do it.
5: Yeah, like he never gets immersed in his paintings. You just kind of see that he's made paintings. You don't really know what they totally are, except there's like a prince, uh, princess and what, an ogre or something? It was the dude. Th- I guess... The yeah. Duke, yeah, that's the, the, Duke. the Duke.
2: And we don't know how much time passes by either. Like they don't True. really. True. Like you don't know how long he's been in that bathroom.
0: Right. Yeah, the mother says she would be gone for a week and then dies uh, during her procedure. But and it, I feel like we're suppo- we're supposed to think it's been like a lot longer than a week.
2: Yeah, it's enough it, time it, for
5: a salesperson to sell a house.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's got, it's got to be some time for like the house to be sold and the family to move in and to think things are weird. So you would assume a decent amount of time has went by. Yeah,
5: that is an awfully rushed decision that the parents make on buying a house where it only has one bathroom and they have three children. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I grew up in I, a one ba- bathroom place and I had two other siblings, so it's not that crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: like- so, so you have that? Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. It is, I feel like it does happen. Like it is common. But yeah, they even talk about it. They're like, oh, that's going to be kind Mm. of inconvenient.
5: I forget. I live with a bunch of grown men and we all shit a lot. But uh, (laughs) I imagine a house where it's teenage girls, maybe they don't have (laughs) any bowel movements.
3: (laughs) I I was going to say the the real estate guy, like his, his response when she points out that it's weird that there's only one bathroom with four bedrooms, and he's like, yeah, but look at those moldings. Yeah. And she's just like, I know. You can shit on those.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, honey, I would like to make a decision tonight. (laughs) I want to shit on those moldings. (laughs) (laughs) That does sound like, I've been in in Philly, all the houses are like that, so I've definitely experienced somebody lobbing that pitch.
0: Yeah, what the moldings? <laughs> the, the, the shitting on moldings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. It's Philly. It's really shitty. There's bed bugs everywhere, and yeah, you just shit on the moldings.
2: <laughs> well, I used to visit Philly. I went to what's it, Fish Town? Mm-hmm. Is that the name? Oh of it yeah. yeah, that's, that's where I used spot. to go. Yeah. Why? That's, that's a that's a scuzzy Because th- I used to they there was I was on tour, and there was a band that I used to stay with called Bitch Slicer. <laughs> and they were out of fish town, okay. and and the the guy who ran like the guy from the band ran a porno shop, and we would sleep in his porno shop every time we went to Philly. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. When was that? This was like two thousand six. Oh circa. shit! Okay. Yeah.
5: Yeah, just when I moved to Philly. That's yeah, wild. Was around then. that 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 town changed, and that that neighborhood changed radically. From that yes. it's like that that is the bushwick of philly now that is like really? the yeah except for the few locals that just like can still pay the taxes and haven't moved out it's all just like yuppies and rich bros and like assholes
2: that's what yep. my neighborhood's turning to it sucks and it's scary i'm trying to think
0: what have there been many crawl space someone in the wall movies crawl. there's
2: a recent one. Oh. Crawl space. There's a recent one that came out in the 2000s called Housebound. And it's very similar to this. Okay. Uh, it came out in 2014. I just looked it up. Uh, it's not as good. It's a modern movie. And, and, you know, as we spoke about earlier, it's very predictable. But it's, it's similar to this. There's This girl. Oh, my cat's just jumped on my lap. <laughs> this girl thinks her house is haunted. And as you turn out, it's um, a guy living... In the, like in the crawl space areas of their house. And I don't want to give too much away, but you find out that he's actually not that bad of a guy and he's actually helping them with something.
5: Oh, okay. Whoa. That's a twist. That
2: is a twist. I guess that is a twist. But yeah, is did you a twist give you kind it of all of away? See. No, no, no. There's, I guess I did. I guess you can edit that part out. There's more to it. It's, it's also, I don't recommend the movie. So let's just put
5: that up. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. We'll <laughs> that's the that kind you do, Yeah.
4: <laughs> but yeah
0: i know uh i remember i did see crawl space the the one that came out class
5: yeah
0: mm. yeah i looked it up and is it the same director as as bad ronald or something like or he has something is to do it? with that one too
5: uh it's charles it's the full moon production guy did crawl space before full moon charles Productions. Band. charles band yeah right. he did Taurus trap right
3: yeah he was involved in Taurus trap
5: Apparently on that movie, on the set of Crawl Space, Klaus Kinski was so unruly that the producers threatened mm-hmm. to hire an actual hitman and take yeah. him out.
2: <laughs> there's there's a short documentary that's like seven minutes long called Please Kill Mr. Kinski about the filming of Crawl Space and how bad he was. Uh,
5: so there's a part of me that always thought that, like, I lo- I really like his performances. I like the movies hmm. he's in. Usually it's like that if he's in a movie that I don't want to watch that'll get me to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I kind of always secretly appreciated his bad, his like shenanigans and thought they were cool until I found out he was a fucking child rapist and would serially rape his own daughter. His so daughter, fuck yeah. Klaus Kinski. Oh boy. So yeah. there should have been a hitman that killed him.
0: <laughs> and actually just to interject real quick, uh, the I, I was looking at a different crawl space. There was a 1972 mm-hmm. made for TV movie. So there are two small
2: spaces, yes. Mm-hmm. Both are okay, but the Kinski one is great. Yeah.
5: It feels like a full moon production movie though before they even got started. Mm-hmm. There's like a like a lot of voyeurism and then just like stilted budget where like you get like <laughs> just like a lot of the side characters get a lot more screen time than they need.
2: It's <laughs> a good way well, of putting this-
3: it. Well, Bad Bad Ronald was actually itself Remade once crazy. in '92 is French, which actually comes back to a thing I'll, I'll I'll bring up in a minute. It was also what's the French title for that? I couldn't even tell you. It begins with an M. That's <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> uh, it was quasi remade, not not a straight remake, but basically a, a, the the general concept lifted. And made into Hider in the House in nineteen eighty-nine, which has Gary Busey
5: and Mimi Rogers in it. I got it. the bad guy's a hider <laughs> in the house. He does hiding.
3: <laughs> so the 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 French thing, why it got a French remake in, in, in ninety-two. The guy who wrote the book that the story's based on, John Holbrook Vance received an award uh, for best foreign novel it, it, it was a, it's a French award I forget the name but apparently it's given to detective stories and like weird stories and he got this seven years after it was published so I guess it took a while for France to get a hold of that. And then I guess it was so liked over (laughs) there that it got its remake in 1992, and I believe that the 92 remake in France is well regarded. I had no idea about this until the other day. I never knew that there was a French remake of Bad Ronald.
1: What?
3: Yes. Why? (laughs) I
5: don't know, but... I love that that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at its core, it is struck, just person living in walls is good concept that has been it's, underexplored.
2: It's mm. creepy. Like, it hits.
5: Yeah. Especially you live in row homes or something, and you like, there's... Uh, they could just be a person living with the things you hear your neighbors do, and then maybe mm. you think you're hearing your neighbors do, and it's just the person in the walls doing it. <laughs>
3: Incidentally, the book was was published by Ballantine Books who are mostly famous for their unauthorized uh, prints of the Lord of the Rings books.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. That
3: that, that had things on on the cover that have no relation to the story whatsoever. I think the (laughs) artist, if I remember correctly, I believe she said that she never had a chance to even read any of it before they told her. You gotta hurry up and make art for these. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's like an engagement ring or something. Some girls wearing it or something.
3: Well, there's like weird things, like weird like fruit on trees, and there's like a (laughs) lion and like like the. the, the I'm sorry, fruit on trees.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I say it's like the grindhouse exploitation version of like novelization. Like this has nothing to do with the movie. Let's just throw this on the false
0: advertisement. Yeah.
2: Was
5: this also remade again?
2: Bad re- he said Twice, right, And something eighty nine, and then the French one.
5: Yes. Yeah. What's the the eighty nine is Hider in what's the that? house. Hider in the house. That's Hider
2: in the house. With and Busey. There wasn't... I'm checking that out.
5: Wait, Busey's in <laughs> Can't go wrong with it. Busey. Yeah. Yes. You can't go wrong with Busey. Was Was there another remake of this? The and French one. Yes, Mike. One. You can't. No, nope, I know
2: the French, what, god, god damn it. There's four remakes of this made-for-television movie. That's what I'm, all right. I don't, I don't know. Mike, Mike nailed
5: it. <laughs> thank you, Mike, for getting my back there. I'm like, Joe.
2: I got you.
3: Is there
5: another one? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares?
2: I, be- I believe you, Ryan. Let's just go with it. It's, it's going to be on the internet now, so it's fact. It's I know, and
0: people are going to hear it. It's called <laughs> Very Bad Ronald.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why is he bad, Ronald? Why yeah. is that the title?
0: Because he murders people.
2: He's very I walked... bad. <laughs> <laughs> murder is bad. <laughs> I walked into this movie totally blind. <laughs> like oh, I didn't, wow. read any, didn't read any plot synopsis at all. And in the beginning, and it might be because his name was Ronald and i was i'm like this kind of sounds like a don't go in the house prequel cuz the guy's like donald
0: and wow. then i'm like I don't know, it, it
2: didn't go the direction i was expecting it to go but Would i was like with like his feature. mother it could be but like with his like mother being all weird and him like being a dorky goofy guy not good <laughs> with girls
5: <And> like, <laughs> that's funny that you point that out that way
2: literally just might have been the name like donald sounds like ronald so it does the only thing. It does. It's no denying We're, the there, There's a house. <laughs> yes, uh, there's also a house that exists. In in there. There.
5: Was Ronald a goofy name before they decided to make <laughs> clown named Ronald, <laughs> or was Ronald always goofy? Because there's also because
2: uh, it's Ronald. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ronald.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know it's what came.
2: Ronald.
0: What came first, the goofy or the Ronald? I don't know. <laughs>
3: I'm going to guess that the clown had a lot to do with it not being a very common name these days. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I'm going to have to bet on that as well. Now, did Ronald's come before
5: old McDonald's and his farm?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That I couldn't really tell you.
5: Joe, should we make an announcement?
3: Yes, we should make an announcement.
0: Since we're in the land of TV movies, what? What announcement? (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, make the announcement. I don't know what announcement you're talking about. Oh my god! You know
5: the announcement?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that we're on Patreon. Well, that yeah. That ties to it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're on Patreon now, and we are uh, working overtime for production to put together new content for the gracious, awesome people that have subscribed to our Patreon. And one of them now is Joe, and I have set out to answer the question: Joe, why TV movies?
3: And we are going to do regular made-for-TV mini-episodes. Okay. Where we will hash that out. Why we're going
5: to get to TV the bottom.
0: Oh, yeah, why we're made-for-TV movies. We should do another segment called What Is 80s? Or whatever that thing was.
5: <laughs> what 80s. What 80s. <laughs> what 80s. Um, <laughs> who cares?
3: <laughs> we, we We've already recorded one. We'll do another one soon, but they're they're coming. We're we're getting them together.
5: We're gonna get them one a month, and our Patreon listeners will catch us talking about Dark Night of the Scarecrow.
2: That's the best made for TV movie, I think. Horror, movie, pretty rad. It it's is pretty fucking it's, rad. This is yeah. a great movie. Good pick. Thank you. And uh, we'll we'll unpack
5: some some better content about why t- made for TV movies were getting made as we go on this journey, which we're excited about.
2: Which one of you made the list last October of all the made for TV movies? I did. Joe. I haven't checked many of them out, but I did check a few when you posted it. I'm like that's really cool. Thank you.
3: Thank you for actually listening to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have a lot of time on my hand back then.
3: (laughs) Ryan. Yeah, Joe. I see you have a note here. Blame it on Dwayne.
5: Oh, it's good.
3: (laughs) What (laughs) are we blaming on Dwayne?
5: Is it the eggs? The eggs. Yeah, (laughs) all the food, but mostly the eggs. It's so specific. (laughs) <laughs> the whole family just gangs up on Dwayne, who has proven himself to be a really like impress the dad for taking he took out the all trash. Garbage.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: he's, he's, he's eating he's, our eggs. I kind of thought um, it. <laughs> I was hoping uh, Ronald actually took out the trash, and he's just like watching that <laughs> interaction. He's like that motherfucker. I'm gonna kill him. He took credit for it. <laughs>
5: That would be a wonderful little spice to this movie's narrative, just a little flavor.
0: Yeah. Oh, my
5: God. If that was a thing they were competing
0: against each other.
5: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, they're like, do you want to go get hamburgers? Let's go get hamburgers. Dwayne goes, no, 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 I'll go get the hamburgers. You can hang out. And they're like, but you want to watch the game, Dwayne. Don't you want to watch the game? (laughs) It's just like a golden child. Yeah. <laughs> and they just treat him way too well. Yeah.
0: And then he said he wanted his burger rare. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who eats nah, I rare? that? Really? I respect that. Really?
5: Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Wait, hold up. What? Andrew, you don't fuck with a rare burger? I eat
0: Absolutely. a rare, uh, like, steak, but burgers I feel like should be a little, a little cooked. I mm. like the blood.
2: And a mm. burger? That's a little. Yeah. Anything mm. over medium rare is killing it.
5: Andrew, you're talking
0: to
2: a chef right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm about to get mad. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I take it for
0: you, but man, I don't want my burger bloody. No
2: way. Oh, I love it. I love
5: it. Yo, my our mm. uh, our roommate made steak tartare the other night. Our guest mm. Annaline made steak tartare. Oh, nice! Such a treat.
2: Yeah, that's some good stuff. You get the right steak. Beautiful.
5: I
3: didn't realize, by the way, until this time, this is probably my like fourth or fifth time watching Bad Ronald, that the dad is Dabney Coleman. For some reason that I never realized that. And who is that? Uh, he's in a ton of stuff. He, he looks kind of different in this, which is why I didn't know for <laughs> however long. But if you were to see his face, like if, if you Google him, you, you'll recognize him. He's been in a lot of stuff.
5: Joe, Joe, did the director did the any I didn't look into any of the creative stuff about Bad Ronald. Did any of those du- creators do anything worth mentioning? Buzz Kulick, the, the
3: the director, also did Brian's Song and Riot,
5: which are both really good movies.
3: What are those? Brian's Song is a true story. It involves football, but it's about um, uh, it. it one guy is dying and it's about the relationship of the two players. One, one, uh, it's, it's James Kahn and, um, and, uh,
5: and Billy D Williams. Oh, that's a fun duo.
3: Yeah, it's really good. And Riot, I haven't seen in a while, but it, I, I definitely feel good enough about Riot to recommend it. It's about a, uh, a fake, prison riot that's supposed mm. to be a cover-up for an escape mm. and then people
5: get shot during the Ooh. the riot that sounds kind of lurid and fun
2: mm. yeah that does sound cool
5: it's worth anybody got any favorite scenes from this one
0: well i wanted to uh, talk about one thing before we like start going towards the end um oh yeah um like, or it was just one question, really. Like, this came out the same year as Black Christmas, and do you see a lot of similarities between this and Black hmm. Christmas? I didn't until you mentioned that, but yeah. And I'm wondering, like, what came out first? they came out the same year, but I don't think I think they came out so close together that there's like no there. There has to be conf- like coincidence, like, mm-hmm. but. Black Christmas as like the same kind of, you know, concept of someone kind of lurking in the attic, I guess. But then there's that one shot where the girl looks through the peephole and sees bad Ronald's Mm. eye. And it's like the same shot in Black Christmas. And I was like, holy crap. Like, that's that's wild. Like, I I mean, it's what are the odds of movies that kind of have similar uh, plots to have like a like such a close, closely resembling shot too?
5: That's a, is that a thing in Black Christmas?
0: Yeah, like she they, yeah. she looks through like the like the crack in the door or something, and like you just see Billy's eye, and it looks all weird, just like bad bad Ronald's eye looks all weird, all close close up, and uh, it's like a freaky part of the movie. Like I just I, and it's like a freaky part in Bad Ronald too, where it's just like oh shit, that's when he they, realized there's someone there.
3: They were released two weeks apart. That's insane. Wow. How wow. close? that's insane.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and I Black feel like Chris- that scene in Black Christmas that you're talking about is like very iconic. Like yeah. you see, like that eyeball and posters and everything.
0: Right. It's me, Billy. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> I me still can't Billy. do that voice because Jen will like get scared. <laughs> <laughs> From Room so away. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, Black Christmas. It's definitely like one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. Whoa.
5: I learn more than something new every day. I learned something. <laughs> <laughs> Two
0: somethings.
2: Two somethings a day.
5: Hey, any favorite scenes in this one?
0: My favorite scene is where he, she kills uh, Mrs. Schumacher, and then she has that line where it's just like, like I forget what the exact line is, but he's just like, again, I am at fault, or something <laughs> like that.
3: Mm-hmm. He said, they'll blame me for this, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> this stood out so weird, but yeah, I love that scene.
3: Which weirdly <laughs> reminded me of After Hours. Wow. Oh there's a scene in in after hours where uh Griffin Dunn's hiding in like the scaffolding on the side of <laughs> on the side of uh you know a building and he sees a woman murder her abusive husband and then like the night has gone like so horribly up to that point like he's he's see- he's sitting there like in the shadows and he sees that and he just starts shaking his head like yep he's like I'm gonna get blamed <laughs> <Yeah>. for that <laughs>
0: I haven't seen that movie in so long. It was good, though.
5: He's, like, running from a mob, and then it cuts to him hiding from the mob, and he's in there, and he witnesses that, and he says, I'm going to get blamed for that, and then it just smash cuts back to him being chased by the mob. (laughs) In the ice cream truck. Yeah. Great comedy, that movie. Great Scorsese.
2: Um, Scorsese. Scorsese.
0: (laughs) Anyone else have a favorite scene?
5: I like when Ronald busts through the wall. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's
5: pretty fun. It's
0: explosive.
5: <laughs> he just pops through. Yeah. I
3: like th- when he creeps out and cracks Dwayne in the back of the head. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> there's because it's it, it takes its time and you know it's coming and there's a little bit of tension cuz you don't know if he's going to be seen or not. And I think in most movies he would be seen and there'd be a struggle, but the fact that there's not I think is kinda cool because normally they would they wouldn't let Dwayne be caught
2: unawares like they do in this. Mm. I just like the egg scene. <laughs> that was my I maybe I miscounted, whatever.
5: And they have a, an argument about the eggs,
2: <laughs> yeah, and the mom's trying to bury too it. Long.
5: <laughs> Dwayne probably—he's here all the time. Yeah. He probably—you know the how eggs. much
2: Dwayne eats. Yeah, he plays sports.
0: <laughs> he needs
2: <laughs> eggs. He to eat twelve hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh dear.
3: Mike, thumbs up on Bad Ronald. Or thumbs, thumbs definitely
2: down? up. Thumbs up.
5: Ryan. I was fully prepared to give this a thumbs down but it turns out watching this movie sober with a friend that doesn't care about movies is less fun than watching it drunk and alone uh (laughs) so i i liked it it was so much the movie felt so much more zippy and quick than it did when i was watching it with my sober friend at home but yeah it's also
0: like an hour and 10 minutes though but maybe that's (laughs) why
5: yeah, when we watched it that one day, it felt like it was two hours. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Andrew. Yeah, I give this a thumbs up. This is a really fun watch. And uh, like I said, it's it's like one of those things I never I really knew I had a fear of someone in the walls until I saw this movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, thumbs up for me as well. This is a personal favorite of mine that I go back to every once in a while and... I'm always marveled at how much I like it because I don't really know why I like it as much as I do, but I do. All right, everybody, we'll be back after this word from our network.
0: You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Joe, tell us about Sadist of Notre Dame. Mathis Vogel has
3: arrived in Paris via garbage truck with one thing on his mind, punishing women he deems sinful. While he's at it, he's also pitching a story he wrote for a magazine, which in turn leads him to true evil and sin. Or does it? What is this movie?
2: It's a fever dream. (laughs) It's a sexual sexual fever dream.
5: I was sold the moment this movie started and I was like, all right, Jess Franco is in it. I saw his face. I didn't realize this was a Jess Franco movie. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we're he's this is a him movie. Yeah. And then then there's just the pee pee man.
0: <laughs> the pee-pee oh yeah. Man.
5: This is a man walking. It's like a montage of just characters oh, I mean, on yeah, the street. He's trying to be As- efficient. This yeah. is a man walking while pissing, and just pissing <laughs> while he's walking. You can't even see his yeah. dick. It's like just a stream of piss from his pants, just in an arc. That's just and Paris like, for you. All right, I'm watching this one.
2: I, I think that's talent. <laughs>
5: I would, yeah, that is a special skill. Yeah. The,
2: the best thing about that is that's not, made not, not like movie. an actor or anything like that. That's just like <laughs> some
0: dude on the street they have in <laughs> a the A real family. homeless
2: person. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
5: but, Nothing to do with the rest
0: of it. No. no, but
2: Mike, it's a Franco I, movie, so nothing needs to do anything with the rest of it.
5: Mike, this was your choice, this one. Yes. Why?
2: <laughs> <sighs> I asked myself that too. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Franco and, and Lena Romay, or however you pronounce the words, her name, mm-hmm. uh, I just I think they're like a great couple together, like to watch. And I think this is his most, one of his most straightforward movies. Which is kind of saying a lot because the plot is definitely a little convoluted, right? I mm-hmm. know, and, anyway, and it's just a movie that I've like I've watched a few times, and it's different edits. You thought that would just be fun. I think you made a good choice. Oh well, thank you. There is very hit or miss. So
3: I know that there that there's um like recycled footage and stuff that was shot new when we arrived at this version of it, but how many versions of it are there? Because I know that there's are more than a couple.
2: Yes. So the original version was in seventy five and it was called well the English title was Exorcism. And the plot was that Vogel was a priest, which kind of comes up in this movie. Um that he's a priest and he witnessed a black mass, a fake stage black mass, and it sent him off, and he started killing people. Then there was a heavily cut version of that movie called Demoni- Demoniac, um, huh. and yeah, which I haven't seen yet because the word heavily cut kind of never uh, pricks my ears off. <laughs> <up. laughs> and then there was the X-rated version, which I have seen, called Sexorcisms where you see Jess Franco's cock, and you see, yeah, you see, you see Jess Franco get, get into it. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, hardcore porn, hardcore porn cut. It's like 70 minutes long. Um, only in French, it's never been dubbed or anything, but it's, it's interesting. There's very little, as much little plot there is in this version. Mm -hmm. it was even less in that one
0: that is wild i didn't think that this was a version of those movies that came out years before
2: oh yeah this is all in 75 and then in 79 he decided to do a spanish version of it and then they just got more money to add more scenes and he kind of just changed the uh the plot a bit to make it about him as a, as the he focuses more on him as a writer and less as a priest and less on him seeing a black mass is what what um sets him off and just just kind of he was always kind of uh screwed up in a way and uh wow yeah this this version focuses more on his character um it's more thought out than the original exorcism version um and believe it or not, and it's weird because in most, like, in most re-shot and, like, re-edited versions, it gets more confusing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But this one actually <laughs> adds more to, like, kind of piece things together than you would actually mm-hmm. think.
0: Yeah, when he sees the Black Mass in this one, it's it's just, like, it's a, stake, a, a fake staged one as well, right? It's just, yeah, just yes. having
2: fun. And in, is in the original version... Yeah, that's what they allude to, and in that's the original version, right? It's it's but, way more obvious in the original one that it's fake, right? Because afterwards, you even see it. it starts off with the black mass, and the black mass scene is, unfortunately, the one in the original one is like very, like well shot and very cool, and you mm. miss a lot of that in this version. Mm. That's the only thing that's kind of lacking. Ah, yeah. That's the, but that's the only part, I, in my opinion, that this version is lacking that the other one uh, has over it. And, in, yeah, it's very more obvious in the original that it's fake because you see, though, the actress afterwards and, and all of that.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for the actress to come back. And you I were like, waiting Wait.
2: for her to come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weren't <Why laughs> we all? That's yeah. in the x version. <laughs> you can still see
0: but yeah, and she never uh, she never made another appearance. So I was like, wait, is that supposed to be
2: real? I don't think so. Right. Is is yeah. And this one is implied. Wait. So what
5: about the black mass element that where there's a woman that is just killed horribly, where she's on a St. Andrew's cross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think
2: the black mass is supposed to be a black mass, but it's the uh, the murder part that's staged. What
5: I thought that the whole time and then there's the murder piece where she gets gonked in the the the, the cooter and yeah. then <laughs> and I, in I was the cooter. Gonked in the cooter. <laughs> that's what that's called, Love right? It. When when yeah. you kill someone that's, on a Saint
2: Andrew's Cross. Yeah.
0: That's, that's the yeah. technical phrase. Yeah. We'd also <laughs> go I've with definitely heard that on
2: CSI before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll accept that and yoinked in the uh vagina. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
5: man I that at that point, I was confused as to what was real or not, because I thought it was all show
2: yeah, and it's it supposed to be, but again, Franco, so it's all kind of surreal, and, you, and you're not supposed to know, but there's this part after it, yeah there's one part when when the the detective is talking to Pierre, the guy who runs the um publishing house and who participated in black Mass. Sorry, as Franco's was talking to him, he's like, I know things. Like, I have information that you don't know I have. And he's like, oh, what are you talking about? The Black Mass? He's like, Our they already know about... He's like, yeah, they already know about that. It's my party. Is It's nothing. It's fake. So he says that, but yeah, in the original, it's shown. They grill
5: him there. At the, they're like, you don't look like you know what kinky is. And he's like, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen kinky. I know what yeah. kinky is. I watched someone get cocked in the cooter. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Speaking of Franco what kinky, is can you imagine what their sex life was like? I've been wondering
5: that the whole like I don't every want to bring it there,
2: but like yeah, we, we've we've got a someone needs to bring this up. <laughs> I feel
5: it's it's unique in that people who work in eroticism. I know that like maybe you know work and play is separated, and they get enough of both. But to mm. me, in my eyes, from what I've seen from uh, Franco, is that. Maybe he's like a weird troll man, like a doughy. (laughs) He's like a doughy eyed, yeah, doughy eyed potato man who (laughs) just wrote (laughs) erotic scenes for himself and then went and then was the character that did the scenes or was like close to the scenes. If if I can read read
3: something from (laughs) DVDtalk.com, the reviewer said, I'm going to write a sentence about Jess Franco. A sentence that will be sculpted out of a handful of ideas that I have about the auteur, but nonetheless a thesis as yet unknown as I type what you are reading right now. The sadist of Notre Dame is Franco's cry for help. As such, it's still a Jess Franco movie, so as much as it's a privilege, again, to watch a man grapple with his identity, it's still a crappy movie. (laughs) At some point while watching, it became clear that maybe my glancing if rabid hatred of Franco meant that I actually love his movies. After all, I keep coming back to him. Yet by the conclusion of Sadus, I again understood that no matter what fun topic the weirdo could film, it would somehow still suck.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he remade it a bunch of times.
3: <laughs> it's so <funny>. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with his like saying that everything that Franco does sucks. But the idea of it being his cry for help—maybe he actually has something in there.
2: It is very funny you said this because during my research, I read a quote from Franco that says, "This is his most personal movie." Whoa! Yeah. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna, so I'm trying to like think like what's personal about it? Is, is like his disdain for like the Catholic Church, or is it his like thing of like voyeurism? Or is it his, like, confusion of, like, you know, like, the lust, and is does he feel ashamed for it? Yeah. So he doesn't go they, into details of why it's his most personal movie, but I'm like.
5: It's you know. he hates women.
2: Yeah, That's that all. could be it, too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he hates women at all. <laughs> I think he's the exact opposite. He just, like, slapping them. Yeah. He just, like, he's s- just- <laughs> slapping, and, and what was it? Uping them in the cooter, what? yeah, boinkin' them in the boink and gongkin' them in the cooter. He just <laughs> loves gongin' women in the cooter. <laughs> it seems,
5: it seems like there. I really, really. So watching this movie is PP Band got me. Um, I I do like the Franco dreamy ness of his like seventies movies and like early eighties movies. There's something there for that, but then it goes to surprise, like, sex worker characters whose narrative I didn't fully understand. But mm-hmm. then it goes a layer further, and there's just BDSM sex cult and fucking sex cult performances. And then I was just strapped in.
2: I was like, all right, yeah, yeah I'm watching absolutely. this movie. That's exact. That was that was my outlook as well. And this is actually <laughs> the movie that made me a Franco fan, because, like I said in the beginning, that, like, I wasn't... It, he grew on me, and this is the movie that officially grew on me: yeah he's
0: actually he when he's walking through the city in the beginning of the movie, you could see how like he's very short.
2: He is yes, like compared he's to everyone. And, and, if, and if you by. see if you see the x-rated version, it will he, he is very short
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and why it's his, his most personal. very baggy
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he does have some baggy pants.
5: Does he have a different hairstyle halfway through this movie? Does his hair change drastically to like a
2: mullet thing? (laughs) Yeah, it kind of looks like it gets a little longer. It does, right? I wasn't tripping. It was filmed like four or five years after the, like there's, you know, I think it's four years after. Yeah. So certain cuts in. So yeah, it's very possible. He looked a
0: little bit more (laughs) potato-y.
2: I I actually didn't notice. I didn't either, but it's very possible.
5: Andrew, again, you're my validation Yeah, no, and no, I,
0: I did see uh, some, some difference with the hair in certain shots.
5: What was the bondage cult? What were they doing?
0: The
2: f- what was that plot?
0: I think they were just having fun. Yeah, I
2: think, yeah. The bondage, is that, yeah. is that like the Black Mask thing you're talking about? Or yeah. Is it, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, um, I, I don't know if they, if they believed in the Black Mask itself or if they were just having fun. Yeah, I'm not really sure. But either either way I was into it. I yeah. <laughs> I read something
3: which I now realized I wish I had bookmarked that so I could go back to it. But I read something where it said that it was something that the like the writer lady who was like the countess or whatever did mm. to like work out her stress. Mm. Like it was like a fun thing she did to like just let her hair down and
5: let it out. Oh, you mean like a hobby? Yeah. Yeah,
3: like a hobby, like stress (laughs) relief situation, which, you know, I guess that's
5: what you do there, but... A masturbation hobby. Yes.
2: (laughs) Well, if you want to go really back and, like, historical, like, with with Paris and stuff and the Hellfire Clubs, there was always, like, a fun, sort of, like, pseudo-satanic black mass thing that people did do for fun. And maybe that is kind of a play on that.
5: Yeah, that, that, um, that carries like it, it's definitely that, that logical me sees that in this movie, and it's just like, oh, that's what they're doing.
2: Yeah, it's, it's what the, the you know rich people did back, you know. It's what rich people yeah. do. It's just the seedy underground of rich people. they're of course, <laughs> they're into that.
5: I got a, but, I got yeah. a good, good friend who manages one of the oldest dungeons in New York City. And just uh, watching right. this movie immediately, I was like, "Yo, hey, look at this!" I thought of you, she's sending the photo like images from the movie, and she's like, "Oh, that's awesome! What is that?" And I was like, "The sadist at Notre Dame," and she's like, "Oh, that's me."
2: I was like, all right, yeah. so I'm going to New York. That's yeah. my next my next vacation.
0: The sadist but, of NYC.
3: That'd have been funny um, if she was like, "Oh, Franco, God." <laughs> Yeah, she just
5: knows Franco. She was actually, she was with me When we did um, the Hammer The first Hammer Frankenstein movie And she was with me, we watched it together And also Shit talked me for not liking that movie
2: You don't like that movie? Which movie? (laughs) (laughs) Getting ready to be shit talked again
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that first one's boring as shit Uh, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> if i wanted to watch dark shadows i'd watch dark shadows i always watch people talk at each
2: other about things yeah, that's the that's time for another day <laughs>
3: <laughs> how many people does he kill in this movie
5: mm. like five maybe
2: yeah
3: i lost track I' Be- because I like like not because it was like a crazy body count or anything, but like mm-hmm. I kept having this like as I often do where I have to keep going back on the movie because I'm watching it at like some ridiculous time and I'm nodding out during it. And it mm-hmm. makes the movie seem like it goes on forever and ever and mm. ever and ever. And, ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know like what's what anymore by the end of it. All I know is that I've enjoyed it, if not quite <laughs> understood it. Yeah, definitely. But like I was just curious about how many people actually like he pulls the switchblade
2: on in the movie. It's actually like, yeah, it's it's funny you say that because the first time I saw this movie was earlier this year, actually, and then I I saw the different edits of it, and then I rewatched it again yesterday for this. And yeah, I remember I thought I remembered him killing more people mm. than he did yesterday. <laughs> I think it's seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i say like five, five or seven makes sense. Because he
0: kills the one prostitute in the street.
2: In the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and then he picks up another one. At um, the bar.
2: Yeah. And, Who is actually, you want to hear something fucking crazy about that? That yeah. prostitute he grabs at the bar is his stepdaughter. Oh, really? Wow. So he sexually assault, assaulted his own stepdaughter yeah. on film.
5: And that's why it's his most personal
0: movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We solved it.
0: Yeah, that's why.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was the daughter of the girl that he was uh, married to at the time.
0: Damn.
2: <laughs> Which that's wasn't rad. Um, it wasn't Lena yet.
3: What? Yeah, they didn't actually get married until like way it was later, like the 2000s, right?
2: yeah. So yeah. he divorced his first wife in 1980 and then dated Lena, you know, from then on. But this was 79. If Actually, that scene was filmed in 74. So, yeah, he was still with his first wife while he was raping her daughter on screen. The more you know. Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) There was a... We did Virgin Among the Living Dead with brian from scream magazine and we got into talking about uh franco's relationship with a particular actress who then passed away who was that soledad miranda mm-hmm. so yeah was what i feel like we had the conversation about that whatever he did a movie about that or after that and that was his most personal movie the joe do you remember that
2: he's very personal
3: i remember <laughs> the conversation yeah I I don't remember what movie it was though
5: yeah I wish I remembered I was reading about um, I read a review of this movie from Dread Central and the writer mentioned that they appreciated his constant attempts to revisit his own material and rework it and rework it and make different releases And before I saw that read in print, I always thought that was maybe a stupid
2: thing for someone to do. Uh, Yeah, and I would tend to agree with you, yeah.
5: Now I appreciate it. I was sold. I was like, wait, that is kind of cool that this guy just keeps going back and redoing (laughs) shit while still making 200
0: movies in his life. Still comes out garbage, too. Garbage? (laughs) (laughs)
2: During Uh, my research yesterday, about the 200 movies... I oh, guess yeah. like he didn't technically do 200 of them cuz about 40 of them were reworks of other movies is what somebody else said. He only did about like 160 movies originally.
5: He has a lot of a lot of movies. Do y'all have any favorites or what have you seen? What what Franco movies have y'all seen?
0: I don't even know. I've seen a handful. <laughs> 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 I can't wait until we
3: eventually do some some Jean Roland on this podcast and just listen to Andrew's entire commentary. is just him <laughs> snoring.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, like, I know you guys are talking about how, like, Jess Franco has, like, that fever dream vibe, and I know in this movie there's a lot of sex and there's a lot of violence, but it just feels... It just feels kind of mild to me. Like, I don't know why. Like, nothing really stood out as, like, over the top. And is that just... Th- is this his style? Or is there, like, other movies out there that he goes... Well, I know exorcism, like, and sexorcism. <laughs> there's, like... I know there's, like, penetration and shit, but, like, more on the sex <laughs> side. But, like, when it comes to, like, the killing and the feverish, is there more? Is Absolutely, yeah.
2: No, there are. And, and it's, I feel like for most movies, you kind of get like either one or the other you get more of like the feverish thing or you get okay. more of the sex thing or you get more of the violence thing i picked this movie cuz i felt it incorporates all three not a lot but it has like it, it it has a little bit of each but yeah there are movies that are way more feverish psychedelic way more movies that are way more violent and graphic and movies that are way more sexual mm-hmm. in my opinion
5: okay which is insane for as
0: sexual
2: as
5: this movie is.
0: Right.
2: For yeah, oh yeah, it is. It is insane to think that there are actually more sexual movies that he has done. Right. Especially
0: it, like at this in like the 70s. Like I feel like mm-hmm. Like I mean, this movie had to have gotten an X rating and it, there's oh, like sure. not I mean there's just it's just tits and bush and stuff, but like there <laughs> that's for the 70s. That's crazy.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, really hot bush and Yeah. A <laughs> lot I mean, of bush I like to see. You. Anytime I see Lena's bush is, is a good time for me. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's nice. It is. It's, it's nice. A bush. It's a nice Nice hedge. I <laughs> nice mean, <fingerprint>. I. <laughs> <laughs> well trimmed, well
0: trimmed. <laughs> well trimmed hedge. But Andrew, also, but-
3: <laughs> um, one that I, I would recommend t- for you to try that I think you might actually enjoy is Bloody Moon. Okay. Yes, oh, Bloody yeah. Moon
2: a- is one of my favorites. Absolutely. Guys, I that either.
5: guys, can I go over some of my favorite titles, my favorite <laughs> Jess Franco titles yes. that I haven't yeah, seen?
2: We'll be here all day if we just say <laughs> movies of him that we've seen out of the 200. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. All right.
5: Well, so the, Jess Franco, millions of movies. want to see some of them. A couple titles stood out to me. I'm going to go in order of uh, year released. Starting at the top, the night has a thousand sexes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that it does.
5: <laughs> the sexual story of O.
2: That's a really good book, if you ever read that book.
5: Is it about an orgasm or like an O face that someone's making? It's
2: about a gir- a guy who basically Going oh, 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 oh. <laughs> who it's it's who oh. he basically um Gets his girlfriend to be a sex slave to some, like, Marquis, and she does it because he loves her boyfriend so much. And it's very Marquis de esque it's, it's really good. Highly recommend good, the book. Good. The book's way better than the movie.
5: <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Bangkok, appointment with death. <laughs> and its follow-up, travel to Bangkok, coffin included. Uh, I'm going to skip this one. Save it for the last. Tribulations of a Cross-Eyed Buddha. That's a children's film. (laughs) 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 Mm Teleporno. Teleporno. Bring, bring. Porno.
0: (laughs) Teleporno. I get it. it. (laughs)
5: Mm-hmm. Do- Dr. Wong's Virtual Hell.
2: <laughs> okay. I've never heard of any of these.
5: Guys, guys, guys. Sex <laughs> is... Cr- <laughs> Whoa. Sex is crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is
5: crazy. I thought it was just going to be called Sex. And are you are you ready for the heavy hitter? No, You're ready I'm for not. this? I'm not. Everybody, one, one two, three. Breathe than in. Sex <laughs> This
2: one? All right,
5: wait. Oh. For the babies, warm cream. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs>
2: and you wonder why I pick Franco over Diamato? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking crying.
3: <laughs> just I'm just <laughs> Picturing him saying that title to someone with his weird vacant eyes and potato face.
1: Oh my god.
5: For the babies. One wonder what that is.
1: I gotta see that movie.
5: If the tribulations of a cross-eyed Buddha is a children's movie,
2: the fuck is for the baby warm cream? I can't believe he did a children's movie. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Let's get this X-rated, like you know, adult psychosexual director <laughs> to do this children's fucking
5: <sighs> Throwing Anything he could at the wall, oh my God. including. Cummy paper towels.
2: <laughs> that. oh <my> God. <laughs> that's, that's it, guys. Episode over. <laughs> okay, did, did, there's a lot to talk
5: about. The, the psycho, the the, the, the fucking psychedelic, the psychedelic dream sequence, el- or not dream sequence, but like dreamy element of his movie. Dreamy
2: esque sequence.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's such. I think, I think there are a few qualities. It's like they're kind of old. They're not the best. They're a little slow. But they're also shot on interesting stock, have very interesting locations, and then they are also about really kind of heightened extreme things. And then you get to this point where they all of these movies that at least I have seen seem to have been re-edited into multiple versions, which add a sort of disjointed nature, which make it extra fever dreamy. I wonder if the same thing could be said about, for the babies, cream. <laughs> <Warm cream.
2: laughs> one can only hope. Just like, and and just that's like why
0: imagine like Homer going warm cream. <laughs> warm,
2: cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what makes Franco like an acquired taste because it is very disjointed. Yeah, and very weird. And like I said, when, the first few movies like I didn't like of his either, and it, and it was something that after years of like saying like, "Ah, oh, maybe I'll try this one," maybe I'll try this one when it finally clicked and you have to it's, be like in the right set of mind.
5: Mhm. It's a mood. It's
0: a mood you have to be it, in.
2: Absolutely. You got to be in a Franco mood to watch a Franco mm-hmm. movie. It's nothing you can just throw on willy-nilly. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Is Lena Romay's in that Warm Cream movie too? That's funny. Is she? I'm on it. I'm gonna watch
2: it. Yeah, yeah. I know she
5: gives me Warm Cream.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll give Lena some Warm Cream.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure.
2: Please she'd edit get right that back. out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're yeah we're not a dirtbag left podcast like Come Town. Don't worry, I'll yeah. get us covered. Oh wow! <laughs> Did Jess Franco? Put himself into erotica. I know I maybe flirted that earlier, but like, is that a thing? Just that to he talk did, or yeah. Or like, do weird per like perv fantasy, but like through strange non consent, or maybe there was consent, but like, you know what I mean? Like fantasy.
2: Yeah. And that was one of the questions I had flagged myself while watching this, and especially like I said, the X rated version, where he wasn't even like with Lena at the time. He was with his first wife, and like there he is on screen, just giving it to her. And yeah, I would, I would kind of think that he did just write these parts for him as an excuse to do this shit.
5: Anyone know why he acted in it? Is it was it just that, or did he have was there something more? Because this is
2: personal movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, many of his movies are very personal. <laughs> personal yes, <laughs> that, that Soledad Miranda movie, which is also personal.
5: Hey, it's uh, me, just Franco, your personal potato man. <laughs> Would I, you don't, like some I don't warm know cream like with that?
3: i like it seems like in, in all in all likelihood you know that's what it is but like part of him just seems so sad that it's i have to eyes. think that there's something mm. else to it like almost <laughs> like a no don't hire anyone i'll do it <laughs> i'll, I'll just do, do it
2: fine <laughs> Well, it's like you said earlier with the person the, the Scarlett D'Alio was the one who said that during the the chat how uh, he doesn't think that this is oh yeah how he does think that it's intentional. Okay. And I do think that he believes that like he is an artist and not just like a sleaze, you know, pusher. And I think that he he believes what he does is a form of art and that's why he wants to be involved. But Well, I- er-
5: Erotica is definitely art, so I'll. I'll it is that
2: no, yeah. I mean, there's. I I do believe sleaze is art, which is why I do what I do. Hell yeah. So yeah, don't get me wrong.
5: We we've we've strayed into the world of 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 Franco and Franco's career, but uh, on the subject of this movie, does anybody know what anybody's agendas are? Nope. Uh, like characters. <laughs> they're
2: no. Just there. Yeah. No. They're just there. I
5: loved the sex worker ladies with the BDSM cult, but I had no idea what was going on the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no like, idea. I, I, that older guy I, just I, comes I, in. He's like, everyone having a good time? I doing, love doing that Doing freaky part. sex stuff? And oh, you know, like, yeah.
2: Doing... He was in like a full suit. Like, hey, you, you guys enjoying this orgy, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and it's an orgy.
5: having fun. Yeah. That's an orgy of piles of people on the floor just yeah. fucking. <laughs> like, and he's just walking through and he's like, yeah. He was there, I, mean, I think he was there, he's there in the congregation too. He's not, yes, yeah, that, he like it was. wasn't, yeah, he didn't just show up. probably like yeah, goes yeah. to it. It's like he, his kink as he watches. A,
2: he, he's apparently a big deal in that scene because they all knew him by name. Yeah, and, he's a daddy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah <laughs> I actually had that in my notes too. I'm like, this guy fully clothed, like are you enjoying this orgy?
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, that was the I, answer I to believe- my question. <laughs> to answer your question earlier, I don't believe anybody has a purpose other than Franco's character. And I think they're all just pawns. Which raises
3: the question, does he stalk or stumble into situations?
2: Or both? It it seemed like it was 50-50. Like, he was definitely stalking the the black mass people and the people who ran the um, the publishing company. That was definitely stalking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then I feel about, like, you know, the... The first prostitute he got And then his stepdaughter in the bar Was just stumbled upon
0: And the one girl he like Kidnaps he definitely Went I out of his way that. to Somehow Drag her body down like an entire Hallway just to get her home unseen I
2: totally forgot about that yeah.
5: This this movie has a thing In it that we've completely neglected Where it takes place in a reality Where sex workers Pick you up in their car
0: yeah.
2: It <laughs> doesn't yeah. happen in Boston, trust me.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're really aggressive there, I guess. Yeah. And like I, I, I like where she's just like, "Oh, yeah, I don't I didn't just give you a ride. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. don't you know? Like <laughs> yeah, like I you're supposed you're to pay a me." Yeah. <laughs>
3: I, I googled for the baby's warm cream, Jess yeah, Franco, and cream. got nothing. It's on the Flanko.
0: Wikipedia page. I did. Find, it, it took is... me a while to find it, but yeah, it,
2: it yeah, could I'm not be anything easy. Franco's right. fettuccine with cre- creamy uh, portobello sauce. Nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> <It's the> first, yeah, <laughs> it's the first result I got.
5: Yo, all right. One <laughs> thing. One thing is a. I have we been are the so person off the
2: rails right now, though. <laughs>
5: i have been the person to put uh misinformation on wikipedia and see how long it lasts <laughs> oh yeah and i've seen things last for years it is a good chance that someone put the for the babies <laughs>
2: worm cream
5: <laughs> on wikipedia and we have caught it and it's but not a there, real thing is it
2: wikipedia or imdb
5: i got it on wikipedia
2: are you on a wikipedia yeah, yeah. Yes, Yo, it could I'm not I'm be for the baby's
5: warm cream. Why would that be real?
2: I'm assuming there might be a weird French translation that's on Wikipedia that, like... That no, there's might... a Spanish
0: translation. A Spanish on one. one? Yeah. It's what is Andrew,
5: it? what is that?
0: Para las nenas, leche calentita.
2: Leche Franco. Let's see. Leche. Yes. Yes, it's a thing. Para las niñas, Leche cal- calent- Calentita, <laughs> 1986. Yep. It's a fucking thing. It exists. Holy shit.
0: In, yeah, it co-directed. In, in search
2: <laughs> of a little adventure to spice up their sex lives, three very different couples end up in a luxurious hotel somewhere in coastal Spain. That What the fuck that has to do with cream and little children? I do not want to know.
5: Right, hot off the tails of an actual children's movie, which is Is, even better. Is that
2: the one that came is that the one that came prior to it?
5: Yeah, it was like year to year. Wait, which one was the
0: children's one again?
5: The cross eyed Buddha one. I was saying
0: nineteen eighty five another movie was A Penis for Three. (laughs)
5: wait wait you're making that as a joke no that's real that's real (laughs) he made a movie called a penis for three
3: of course he
2: did
0: starring lena Romain.
3: he made a children's movie and then was like (laughs) that felt dirty i gotta get back to being me
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta cleanse myself (laughs) jesus franco why
5: are you so horny
0: (laughs) jesus there's this stupid thing I need to say. Um when uh <laughs> I, I would watch this and like I had the or watched the four K transfer version and towards the end Ooh. there was like this like insane close up of the priest who he confesses to. Oh yeah. Um, and he has, like, the longest nose hair coming out of his nose. And I was just like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I wonder if that was, like... I don't know. Maybe just nose hairs wasn't a thing back then. Like, they didn't really care. But Probably it was, not. like, as all I could look at. I'm like, oh, my God. That thing's a monster.
5: There the- is a thing in Catholicism where priests, as long as the, they... Like a doctor, they'll everything's safe with them, unless you are just like I'm going to kill people and hurt people. Right?
0: Oh, I thought and you were like, going to say there was something about yeah, nose hairs and priests.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> what the fuck was this priest's agenda? He knew he was going to kill people and hurt people the whole time, and then in the, the end, he's just pets, like he's like
0: nah.
5: <laughs> yeah. In the end, he's just like sorry, dog. And then they just have the shot of Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, a lot of weird like shots well- of buildings and stuff in that movie and that's, that's you spice that I the movie like,
2: Production I, I thought the scenery of the movie was amazing because you see like most movies they try to portray Paris of this like beautiful city yeah. like mm. full of love in this and the Paris in this movie looks more like London like it's dreary and yeah. disgusting and like just
0: it's like the Louvre hotel like it's just like some like they show, they show, show that a lot is that like yeah. a famous hotel it just looks like a dingy hotel they were like oh that looks cool
2: <laughs> but like the, the the interiors were were really cool though. But all the exterior shots just look like depressing. Yeah. Oh, there was, that the, was cool.
5: the one sex worker that makes the guy get down on his knees in her bedroom, and is just like, "Get down on your knees." He's mm-hmm. like coming onto yeah. her. It's the like the a older really
2: guy or whatever.
5: Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a really cool checker tiled floor. And then also, yeah. like, a bed with bedposts like, really cool, like, red comforter and shit mm. like that. It, yeah. It's, like, good shooting locations.
2: Mm. Yeah, and, and when he took his uh, his his stepdaughter back to his place that he said was his, was a really cool location, too. Uh, it, was, yeah. it, was, it almost looked the same with, like, his cool cool bedposts really cool interior decorating. And the bar that he met her in, I also thought was really cool. Like, so all the interior shots. Oh, yeah. Very cool, very like, but it, it is cool to see the difference between the exterior and interior shots. I mm-hmm. thought
5: the exterior it made it look like this movie was shot in like wintertime or something, like everybody' mm-hmm. was breathing cold breath, and yeah, you could it did see look that's,
2: yeah, that's why I said it looks like London. It just looks like really cold and and bleak and desolate, and not like what most uh movies portray paris as being like
0: yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting take on it.
2: Very
5: muddy, oh. muddy colored. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah, and and that's just a seven. Like you know, this seventies film just looks like I, like exploitation films that came out in the seventies. Looks like the film actually has syphilis.
4: like the film itself looks
1: diseased and that's something you can never recreate
0: (laughs) that is true
5: (laughs) mike that might have been the best thing that's ever been said on this this podcast (laughs) you just blew john out of the water (laughs) (laughs) all right
3: mike thumbs up or thumbs down
2: thumbs up this is my uh this is my the thing that that Finally made me a Franco fan, so thumbs up,
5: Brian. Thumbs up as well. I I was, uh, and this movie is so much kinkier than I thought it would be, and really those set pieces kind of grabbed me. Andrew. Uh,
0: all right, so
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: going to give you this a thumbs down. You don't have to be down. nice to the movie. Yeah,
4: don't, uh- Yeah,
0: I'm going to give this a thumbs down, although uh, I'll admit that maybe it's an ignorant thumbs down Um, and just maybe I need to be. I think I said the same exact thing on our last Franco movie, but I may need to just watch more of him just to like really get into it. And it's like something I kind of like I get why you guys like this shit, but, but I just am not there yet because I just can't. I can't stop. It's I keep on snoozing through them too. Like, and it's just I got I I gotta give it more of a chance. I don't know, but you you know, come back to me later. That's very fair too.
2: I I don't blame anybody for not liking a Franco movie. Yeah, very
0: (laughs) fair. Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: thumbs up for me. I didn't quite know what exactly was happening for a lot of it, but Mm -hmm. that was okay because I was just drinking in the syphilis and (laughs) blood and what the fuck is happening. Battle versus match. Bad Ronald versus the Sadist of Notre Dame.
0: Which do you prefer? Andrew. I mean I yeah, I have to go with Bad Ronald, but that seems so weird to say <laughs> to pick a tv movie over like a movie that was made by you know a legendary director you know even though i don't really get it but like um yeah but i'm still p- going with bad <laughs> ronald
3: <laughs> ryan
5: I'm gonna go with sadist here i'm i'm pro kink i'm team kink this mm-hmm. movie is like kink exploitation. so had me bad like- ronald contender
2: yeah as as much as i did like bad ronald and it's like you know apples and oranges this is more uh, i'm I'm with ryan i'm I'm, I'm a big kink fan so i'm gonna go with this hell yeah (laughs) we don't kink shame here that's what's (laughs) up bro well
3: i am gonna deadlock us because i'm gonna pick bad ronald fuck yeah (laughs) why um I do really really like The Seas of Notre Dame, but I'm, I'm probably, you know, I got the goggles on for Bad Ronald just because it's a movie that I've enjoyed for a long time. It's probably not fair, but that's more, I guess, where I live is in weird 70s TV movie land.
5: <laughs> and if you like that subscribe to our Patreon because you can hear us talk about weird seventies TV movie land with Joe. It'll
2: take I'm you on a journey.
5: Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mike, do you have anything you wanna plug?
2: Um, I just do my my streams. you can follow on Instagram at all we need is slees. I do um biweekly live watch parties of horror, exploitation and cult classics. A lot of fun. We got a lot of regulars. Um, very open community. So come on by and we do the um, late night psychorama watch parties when when these Whoa. episodes drop as well. So, yeah, come come join our, come join our crew. Mike, you're, you're a, a saint. We
5: have warm cream for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, we have warm cream if you, <laughs> for your babies. We have warm cream for your children if you join us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Next episode, we will be with Erica from Customers Also Watched, and this will actually make her the reigning guest champion. She will have been on more times than anybody else. She beat Charles. She beat Charles until Take we have that, Charles, Charles again, <laughs> and then it's tied again. Uh, we're going to be doing the cars that ate Paris and ship of
0: monsters
5: oh, yeah. Andrew, you got contact details
0: yeah you can uh, reach us at late night psychorama at gmail.com uh you can also uh follow us on instagram and uh facebook has been a little bit more active lately so we're still on there um <laughs> and yeah you know rate and review it's appreciated
5: Yeah, definitely like and review our stuff. We really love you for that. Um, Shout out to Matt Martin uh, and a couple other people. Particularly, we have a new Patreon subscriber, Taylor. Uh, Thank you. That's rad. Um, And we have a boatload of content that's both backdated and forward dated that's going to be just dumped on our Patreon. Uh, We're excited. We've got the Made for TV minis that is joe and i and potentially andrew depending on how much free time we all have and we have winnie's corner coming up right joe (laughs) yes yeah don't worry
3: they won't be long
5: if you want to hear a baby talk about things then that's the (laughs) thing (laughs) and then also we have a new um we have every month there's going to be a uh, curated mixtape on Spotify by one of us. And our second one has just dropped before this recording has dropped. So we hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank every Really. Thank you all.
3: While while we're on the on that subject, I would j- just also like to thank Dan Parker who took time out of his day to send us a message on Instagram to just let us know that he was enjoying us. Thank you, Dan.
5: Oh fuck yeah, that's really sweet. All right.
2: Get out of here me, guys. I appreciate it. This is loads of fun. <laughs> Good night. Good night, guys. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Good night.